Hello, this is Deacon Larry, and this is Renewed. Hello, this is the first of another two-parter. Uh, someone raised the question of me in preparing for this new season of Renewed uh, to explain some things about what it is that a deacon is and a deacon does in the church. You know, oftentimes we think that the structure of the church fell from the sky, that all of a sudden after Jesus rose and the Spirit came upon the church, that automatically that there were bishops, priests, and deacons and the church was organized. Well, in reality, Although Paul writes about deacons and in the letters of Timothy, there's a reference to the characteristics of a good deacon, scripture reflecting on deacons, the diaconate or the state of being a deacon, the diaconate was not fully a part of the church until the structure of the hierarchy was established universally across the church by the year 150 to the year 200. In that time frame, what became a sort of a spontaneous growth was universalized across the church and has existed ever since. Now, deacons were called, you see the reference to uh, those who served, the seven deacons who were called in the Acts of the Apostles in chapter 6. Proto-deacons, we call them, those precursors of the deacons. Because why? Because they were called to service, not to the table of the Lord as presiders, but as servants of particularly the widows and the orphans. The deacons in that, those early years grew to become important members of the church. There's a period called the golden age of the diaconate between 250 and 400. One of those great deacons was St. Lawrence the Martyr, a deacon and martyr. St. Lawrence was one of the seven deacons of Rome. And in Rome at the time, there were administrative districts within the church and the deacons helped to administer the goods of the church. St. Lawrence, as a deacon, was serving in the church of Rome. Pope Sixtus was arrested and the emperor intended to arrest Lawrence the deacon. And he asked him to bring the treasures of the church as a sort of a ransom for himself. So uh, Lawrence asked for three days to go and find those treasures. Well, when he knocked on the door to bring those treasures back, it is said, Lawrence brought in all the poor of Rome and said uh, to the emperor and his representatives, these are the treasures of the church, not golden vessels, but golden hearts among the poor. Sisters and brothers, the diaconate has evolved and continued to serve the church over the years. An interesting thing was the deacons became so powerful in the church that by the year 800 or between 800 and 1000, the diaconate was suppressed as a separate order within the church and continued only as a part of the preparation of those who were being uh, prepared for the priesthood. You may have met deacons along the way who were men who were seminarians, who were ordained deacons, and shortly thereafter were ordained priests. That was the traditional way the diaconate was exercised in the church from the year 1000 until after the Second Vatican Council. For all of those years in between, there was no 
Diaconate as a separate state in the church, what we might characterize as a permanent diaconate. That is, someone who becomes a deacon like myself, whose vocation is to diaconal service and not to a higher office in the church. When we come back next time, we'll talk about what deacons are doing today in the church.